Hi, my name is Daniel Simo, and this is 14 Days, a project where I try to create a short audio story every day for two weeks. Today is day one. I produced the first series of 14 Days almost a year ago, from the inside of a hotel quarantine room in Sydney, Australia. This time around, instead of being confined to one place, I plan to do the opposite and be in a different place every day, somewhere on the road between Melbourne and Sydney. I don't know exactly where I'm going, how long I'll be there or who I might meet along the way. I do know that at some point, I would like to visit the one place in Sydney where I stayed for those two weeks, the Stamford Plaza Hotel. But other than that, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's the exciting thing. When I arrived at the Stamford Plaza almost a year ago, Australia was a very different place. Melbourne and Sydney were both on lockdown. Virtually no one was allowed to leave the country. And it was so difficult to come back into the country that my flight from Japan had literally five passengers in it. Five passengers and 14 crew members. Things have changed a lot since then. I keep reading these horror stories about chaos at the airports and I still remember sitting alone in the domestic terminal in Sydney after my quarantine, waiting to fly to Melbourne. This, by the way, is what that terminal sounded like. So I thought it'd be nice, in this first story, to talk with the very last person I spoke to while I was at the airport in Sydney, waiting for my flight. He was interviewing me for his own podcast. This guy. Hello, it's Mike. Mike Williams. Hey mate, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, where are you? I am in the car right now. I'm packed up. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go, and I thought I'd give you a call. Now, if you're listening to this, Mike probably needs no introduction. But he does deserve one, so here goes. Mike Williams is a podcast producer, a documentarian, a raconteur, and just an all-round good guy. For me, he's been like a mixture of Yoda and Jiminy Cricket along my audio journey. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who can say that. Mike has made hundreds, if not thousands, of radio stories, and he loves nothing more than doing what I'm about to do. I'm really excited for you. For me, this is like the best thing you can do. You know, a person, a microphone, and the open road, it doesn't get much better. And the most exciting bit is normally when we're thinking up a story, we have to research it, and then we have to pitch it, and then we have to think through everything. But this, this is this is what you're about to do. This is something different. You don't know what's going to happen. History has not been written yet. You're about to live it. And um, when you put yourself in these sort of situations uh, where you're a little bit nervous and you don't know what's going to happen, I think that's where some magic can happen. Right from the beginning of his career, with a story about sheep shearers in New South Wales, Mike embraced this style of gonzo storytelling, what he called adventure radio. But every good adventure, and every good story, needs some stakes. 
And stakes are all about the risk of losing, of screwing it up, of having a nightmare scenario and no plan B. And Mike has been in plenty of those situations. Like the time he went for his first big overseas trip to America in 2012. He had big plans, lots of ideas, stories he wanted to tell. And then, while he was in the middle of a bus trip across the country, Hurricane Sandy struck New York and the east coast of the US. So Mike decides this is his big opportunity. He's going to fly to New York and try to document the aftermath of the hurricane on the ground. Getting in a, on one of the first planes in after Hurricane Sandy and um, New York is empty. I'm like catching a, a train by myself and the city is dead. There's no one there because everything below Times Square was, was shut off. Right after Sandy hit, at the start of November in 2012, was also the US presidential election, where Barack Obama was running for a second term. And this gave Mike an idea. I get this commission from Hack, Triple J's Hack agreed to doing a story about young people trying to vote during Sandy, and I can't believe it. I, I go, I make the story, I go back to the to the hostel where I was staying and the deadline's approaching and I'm trying to upload the file on this hostel Wi-Fi and it's just going really, really slow. And I'm thinking, like, it's going to take an hour to upload this this audio file and I'm stressing and it gets to, the show starts and the file still hasn't uploaded. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this isn't going to work. And then it got to the end of the show and the file, like, uploaded with two minutes to spare. It wasn't enough time. They never ran the story. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like, wow, I, I totally <laughs> blew that. Like that was my big break oh, no. on hack. And I, I, I stuffed it up. I did all, like, it was really, really difficult to make the story under difficult circumstances. And I just, what I learned that day was I should have just uploaded an MP3. I don't know why I did it as a WAV, but I, I, I should have done it as an MP3. <laughs> now, it might seem like the moral to that story is something only a pair of audio geeks will care about. WAVs versus MP3s. But I think there's a larger message for all of us. We, we all have plans, big plans, grand, ambitious goals in our lives. And we can picture how they turn out. We can see them out there in their full glory and in high resolution with every detail beautifully rendered and our creative vision fulfilled. And those plans are great. And if we're lucky, we might get close to reaching them every once in a while. But sometimes what really matters in life is just uploading that MP3. And that's sort of what this series is about, about trying things, experimenting, maybe failing, but just getting things done. And one of the ways that I want to keep this series fresh and spontaneous for myself is by adding some stochastic choices, random variables and elements of chance to help guide me along the way. So before letting Mike go, I asked him to help me with the most basic of chance decisions, a flip of a coin. There's two ways to go towards Sydney, right? There's You can go the Hume Highway or you can go the Princess Highway. 
So I want you to flip a coin for me. We'll say like heads is Hume Highway, tails is Princess Highway. Okay. And and I, I feel like the stakes here is that there's more stories on the Hume Highway. Like there's more there's more to see in my in my opinion. So or maybe I could be pro- proved wrong on that, but um, I hope you get heads. So you get yep. the Hume. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay. Heads. Ooh, okay. Hume it is. So here I am, about 80 kilometers up the Hume Highway, staying the night in the little country town of Ye. Because, well, who wouldn't want to stay in a town called Ye? Ye! Ye! Anyway, I want to thank Mike Williams for his advice and encouragement, and for making all those mistakes along the way so the rest of us don't have to. Well, maybe not those mistakes, but I'm sure other ones will come up. If you want to listen to more episodes in this series, you can find them every day on my website at danielsimo.com or you can subscribe on whatever podcast app you prefer. I'll be sure to upload that MP3 every day.